Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Page 8, brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm your host, Kristen Carr, and I am so excited to be bringing you yet another episode this week. And we're going to be taking a little bit of a focus on equestrian and softball, so it's going to be a fun week. So um, today we have Callie Stanford with us. She's been newly promoted um, to the position of sports um, reporter. Yes. Yes. So um, we are so excited to have her here with us. It's good to be here. I haven't done this in a while. Yeah, I. it's going to be fun because we have like an all-female uh, episode today, so we haven't done that, I don't think, ever. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about equestrian a little bit. And they basically, you know, we have another SEC championship trophy being added to the case. Auburn equestrian took the win versus Texas A&M 11-8 this past Saturday. And this one was their fourth consecutive SEC championship. So can you sort of set the atmosphere, you know, set the atmosphere and the tone? What was it like? And, you know, were there people there? And, and just explain, um, I guess, the, the, the atmosphere and what, what it was like. So Auburn's actually hosted it twice before. So this was the third time, but they've never actually won in Auburn. So I pull up to the horse unit picture Um, no parking whatsoever, standing room only around both arenas and just massive crowd, very, very high energy, which sounds weird for an equestrian event, but it was just a great time, a really great turnout. I know the team was excited. They've got a lot of fifth year girls that came back. So it was just a good day for them. I know the coaches were excited. So amazing atmosphere. Yeah. And I also heard that the parents were really bringing the energy as well. Oh, absolutely. Like I think they were on the opposite side of the arena from me. And okay. so the cheers were coming our way. They were so loud because they had like their one little section. That's so fun. And I think, um, you know, it's always encouraging when you see big crowds and big turnouts. I think the teams always really appreciate that. And, um, you know, Coach Greg Williams spoke about kind of the atmosphere and he was saying how big of a deal it was that, um, you know, he said the Auburn people coming out in droves was a huge part of this win. He said you could feel the excitement. So, you know, just from him and what he's saying, it really sounds like it made a big difference. I think, you know, for them to be hosting was a huge deal. And then for them to get the win hosting was also fantastic. So um, and I want to read out a few quotes um, from some seniors and just kind of get your reactions to these. Um, So fifth year senior Deanna Green said that um, a lot of hard work went into this victory today. We ride for each other. When one has a mistake, another picks them up. And we really showed that today. And then you had senior Emma Kurtz. um, She said, everyone on this team puts in 110% every single day. To win four in a row is so special. We all worked so hard and we wanted to do this together in front of our fans. And I think that just perfectly sums up um, this team and their attitude. And I I just want to get your reaction to that. Yeah, they're really close-knit. Like, I have classes with a few of the girls, and, like, they're always with their teammates on campus, just really good friends. And I know um, usually when they come into SECs, they're undefeated. Like, that's kind of Auburn's thing. They'll come in, they're perfect, and then they'll win, and that's that. But this year, it's not a lot of adversity, but they they weren't perfect on the season. So coming in, they had taken a tough loss at Georgia, and they they weren't defeated, but they knew it was going to be a battle because they were the underdogs, which is unusual. So... I think they really rallied together and pulled it out as a team. Yeah, and I also want to talk about the culture and just the type of program that they're building. And Coach Williams said, um, quote, to have that string of championships and to feel like we can keep building on our legacy is huge. 
the culture that we have now is going to determine what future we have. And I'm really excited about it. And so, like you just mentioned, you see this connection and the foundation of a program and um, that can be continued and built on for years and years. And what they have now is really the product of years and years. But then, you know, the fact that they've accomplished all of that with, you know, all of the everything that happened with COVID and not being able to practice and all of the adversity that you just mentioned, not coming in undefeated, they were the underdog. Texas A&M was the top seed, um, is so impressive. And for them to be able to sort of come together um, as and win that is, is so impressive. Yeah, especially because um, some people don't know this, and I read it online the other day. Greg Williams is actually the reason we have a question in the SEC. Like, he was one of the founding members of that and like that quote you're talking he was talking specifically he was like in the year 2030 I want to be able to look back at what we've built here so he's definitely a major component of building a question in the SEC but in Auburn specifically like he loves this program that's fantastic I didn't even know that that's so cool um so they didn't even have it really before he he found it so and like the national championship they'll be going to is the NCEA and so I think what happened was we had some teams competing in the NCEA and he and some other guys just sat down and were like, Hey, you know, we've got enough participation here in the SEC, which was external to equestrian. So they just kind of got together and decided to make it happen a few years ago. Wow. That's so cool. And I think it's also amazing. You know, you give so many women in college, the opportunity to come here and, you know, you get, you get a scholarship, you get to do what you love. And I think that opportunity is so incredible. Um, and for them to have such a powerful group of, of girls, um, you know, when it really hasn't been going for very long mm-hmm. is so impressive and it's incredible. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add as far as um, the meet and things that you noticed? That's probably all. It was just honestly like great turnout. I think it, like I said, they um they had a tough loss at Georgia, so I think that was really good to send them into the postseason because they're going to be the host team, host um university or whatever. But it won't be in Auburn, so I think having a big crowd kind of helped boost their morale because they'll have to head down to Ocala. It won't be in Auburn. Yeah, and do you have any predictions for how that is going to go? So, um, NCEA National Championships will be in Ocala, and Auburn's the host institution, and it's looking like um, they'll be competing against Baylor. If you recognize Auburn Elvis, he's actually got a job with Sports Illustrated covering Equestrian, and he's thinking that they will be facing Baylor, who I think is number one in the nation. So, it's definitely a good matchup, but I will say last year when they went down there, Baylor came in at the bottom of the bracket with Auburn as number one and upset them in the first round. So I, I'm going to call this a revenge tour. Maybe if things go as expected, I would say Auburn wins, but it'll definitely be interesting considering last year's result. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, Auburn fans are probably hoping for a little bit of a better turnout than maybe the basketball team as well. You had that same situation where – they were expected to just win and keep going, and it didn't happen. So um, Auburn fans will hope that does not happen to the equestrian team. And I think, you know, they'll be coming in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and hopefully that will um, bring them through, and um, maybe they'll be able to bring some of the momentum that they've got. Now that they've got this, you know, this new trophy in the case, they'll have a little bit of momentum heading into that. So thanks so much for that. You're welcome. All right, now I'm going to hand it off to Casey Barrett, and she's going to be um, talking a little bit about softball and just sort of giving a season summary. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. 
If you like this podcast and would like to support the organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplansman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. Hey guys, this is Casey Barrett, and we're going to kind of switch gears and go over softball, and I'm here with Callie. So Callie, just for starters, I'm just going to ask you kind of, with that current record of 27-4, which is so far amazing for our softball team, do you want to kind of summarize their season and, you know, how they've been doing and maybe their struggles or what has been over the top for them? So they've definitely had a strong season. I'm you can't call them an underdog in the SEC, but I would say nationally they're pretty um, underranked. Like I'm getting texts from friends and family that are like, hey, guys, why is softball not ranked higher? So I think lately they've had a little bit of slippage starting off the SEC, but they're very consistent. I think their pitchers have really carried them through defensively. I know they've been really strong. So like the offense honestly isn't the standout because – You've got girls like um, Shelby Lowe. I know KK Dismukes comes in at relief. Like, they're really getting the team through the schedule. Yeah, and you just mentioned that defense, which we've seen is overall pretty strong and pretty successful. But this weekend, we actually heard Coach Mickey Dean after that final Kentucky game where he said, our defense let us down today. And we saw Kentucky scored four runs in that seventh inning. So do you think the team can bounce back as a pretty heavy defensive team in their game against Alabama State on Wednesday? I would say so. I know there was a Denver Bryant injury in game one, which kind of – it didn't impact them in game two, but it definitely did in game three. And especially they had a um, late pitching change. I think kind of their woes in Kentucky were that they didn't stick with the same pitcher the whole time. So allowing that change up kind of let Kentucky take the lead because <laughs> the cold weather – Mickey Dean made a joke about it, but that really calmed things down through the weekend. So mm-hmm. the pitching changed late and Denver being out just kind of – let Kentucky take the lead and the series. Yeah, and, you know, in that final game, like we said, it was a one-to-one in the beginning of the series, and that last game kind of tied it up for them. But we saw in the beginning, too, a pretty strong outcome. We had three freshmen score all four runs that um, Auburn had. And Bree Ellis, I do you want to kind of mention her and kind of go on her? I feel like she had an amazing game or an amazing series and all. Yeah, she's really dominant, and I think Auburn, you know, softball's not an explosive sport, but Bree's kind of one of those players that can make it explosive. She's got um, 11 home runs on the season and just the two on Sunday, so she's one of those players that can really get you going if you're in a cold spell. Yeah, and, you know, her being a freshman as well, I feel like she, you know, if this season turns out to be whatever it is at the end next year for her and her year's coming, I feel like she will be a big asset too. Um, the Auburn Tigers. Um, and, you know, they only have four losses, one of them being to number three at the time, UCLA. We see South Carolina. And then number eight ranked Kentucky. So do you think this momentum can keep up for the rest of the season as they face these tougher compo- or opponents or, you know, as the season goes on? I think it's one of those things they've just got to settle in and, and do what they're good at, which I think Coach Dean would agree with. Um, you're you're going to hit your SEC schedule. It's going to kind of be a slog at some times. But I think they had enough momentum coming into conference play that it will definitely benefit them because they know what they were doing right at that point. Yeah, yeah. And it's really great that they could kind of pinpoint exactly like it was our defensive play today. So they know what they're doing wrong. They know what they got to fix. But 
With that being said, the successful season so far, what do you say the atmosphere is like, especially for these home games? You know, we see it for basketball. We see it for football. So are we seeing it for softball? Well, so the Kentucky series over the weekend was absolutely miserable from what I saw. They literally warmed up in the snow. (laughs) But um, as the weather warms up here in Auburn, I know Jabari Smith and Katie Johnson were at softball the other day. Like, it's definitely one of those places you can just go hang out with your friends, get some sunshine. It's a good time, and especially – you know, we've got some rain coming in this week, but it's it's worth going to. Yeah, so we hope to see them continue to strive for the rest of the season. And like we mentioned earlier, the Tigers will host Alabama State here in Auburn on Wednesday in hopes to come back after that tight series against the top 10 ranked Kentucky. So, you know, and like you said, Jabari's coming out, Katie's <laughs> coming out. So we hope to see more of the Auburn family come out this week to, you know, be there for those Tigers and hopefully they can keep that run going. So thank you, Callie. Thank you. All right, guys, and that's going to wrap it up for this week with Equestrian and Softball updates. Thank you guys so much for listening, and if you like our content, we post daily on our website, The Auburn Plainsman, and we will see you next week.